Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Welcome back to a new episode, guys. So excited to come with more content. I will say I went out with a friend a couple weeks back and he was like, how how do you generate content? And, you know, I have the YouTube channel. If you haven't followed yet, it's at West in Progress, all one word on YouTube. There are, you know, four to six minute sound bites on things that are kind of practical application in life, specifically things like communication, psychoeducation on how our brains work. Well, really it's psychoeducation on how my brain works. And I've talked with enough people to know that I'm not so idiosyncratic that no one shares similarities with me. So it might be appropriate for you to um, some of the things that I explain and share there. But between the YouTube channel and through the podcast, I also write for a blog through Facebook called Relationship Matters. He just said, how do you generate content? Because that's 10 pieces a week, basically. Well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven to eight pieces a week, basically, in addition to kind of my own social media page. He's like, how do you keep coming up with content? And the thing is, you stick in the grind. I'm doing things that I love. I have my sleeves rolled up day after day, doing clinical work, reading research, trying to understand the world around me. And so I'm living life. But one of the key pieces, the way I'm able to generate content is I ask so many questions. And a lot of them are the how does this work and the why is this a thing? And so that's kind of the piggyback off from Monday's episode about the necessity to actually ask questions. Now, last week, I was invited to speak to a group of young men. One of my favorite demographics to work with is young adults. And I was able to speak to a group of young men about the necessity of enlisting models and mentors in their life because in young adulthood, they're in such a chaotic season. They need a lot of guidance. And one of the boys, he's got to be 21, 22. He said, but wait a second. I don't ask questions because I've been told that I'm supposed to have all the answers. I'm supposed to be the man who knows the things. I'm supposed to go out there and, you know, pretend that I know answers or I'm supposed to be behind the scenes finding the answers. I'm not supposed to be vulnerable and weak and and ask questions and demonstrate that I don't know everything. And so as I'm talking with these boys, I'm feeling a lot of relief that we get to have this conversation about, hey, look, I'm 35. I'm going on middle age before too long here. And I ask questions every day. I ask so many things, so much clarification because I'm a learner. I'm going to be a lifelong learner. I'm thankful I decided that a long time ago. I'm not scared to ask questions, but I also said to each of these young men, I said, if you expect to be a better version of yourself and maybe more impressively, even the best version of yourself, you've got to ask questions. You got to ask good questions. You've got to ask the right questions. You've got to enlist a whole host of people to help you, but you have to ask questions. I'm a touch concerned about people who don't ask questions. To me, that's a very peculiar thing. Now, often it's an understandable thing. There's a pride piece involved. Maybe there's a fear piece involved. There's also a lot of times family systems or community context involved where questions have been stigmatized. Now, one of the things that I will say, there is not data to support this. This is Steph's theory. And I've said it a couple times to clients and there's usually this eureka moment. I said, look, 
I grew up, my most formative years were in the 1990s, early 2000s. That's when I had access to kind of the intentional cultivation from adults. But I grew up in a context where because I said so was probably one of the most default answers that we got across the board. So I would say, what about this? Or how does this work? Or why do we have to do it this way? And I was expressing genuine curiosity about the world around me. And the adults were not prepared for that curiosity. They used kind of authoritarian or authority endeavors to shut down discomfort or to demonstrate that maybe they didn't know all the things. So they would make declarative statements and they would say, well, because I said so. And so I would walk around assuming that adults knew everything. So when I would ask a question and they would give me some sort of answer to placate me, I would assume like, whoa, adults know all the things. So cut to me 15, 20 years later, and I come into my my late 20s and early 30s and I'm like, I'm a moron because I don't know everything. But every time I was talking to a 30-something when I was a child, they knew everything. And if they didn't know it, they'd make up an answer. And if you question them again, they would say, because I said so. And now that I'm in that stage of life, those responses don't suffice. Because I said so is not an answer that gives me any sort of understanding in the world around me. But I learned early on not to bother certain people with questions, not to ask clarification, because a lot of times it was actually perceived as disrespect. So I assume that I'm the faulty person here. I should come to my 30s and know all of the things. The reality is people in my world when I was growing up, they were lying. They didn't know all the things. They pretended they did. So now when I've grown up, I assume that I'm just somehow less equipped to deal with the world around me. But I do believe we have a touch higher anxiety right now than we once did because we were given answers to placate us and things like, because I said so, was supposed to suffice. And now when we get older, we're like, but I don't know why. What is this about? And we have to ask a whole host of questions. But one of the things I want to put forward to you as we normalize asking questions, or at least that is one of my goals, especially with young people, to equip them to ask a lot of questions and to really invite them into a space of looking towards models and mentors to help them cultivate their understanding of the world. One of the phrases that I absolutely love from Adam Grant's book, I believe it's called Think Again, it really gave such a concrete, tangible little snippet to share with people. And it said something to the effect of, if we wore the same clothing that we did back in 1995, we would realize looking around that times have changed and we should upgrade. Why is that not the same way we think about our thinking? Why is that not the same way we think about our belief systems? And do you know how we improve and update our belief systems? By learning new things, by asking questions, especially asking the why, and especially by questioning the world around us. There is a level of immaturity that comes with taking whatever parents said once upon a time and calling it truth today and not wrestling through it for yourself. And so things like because I said so or because that's my expectation, if that follows us into young adulthood and that goes with us into our adult years, we are missing an incredible opportunity to better understand what we personally believe, what we personally want to ascribe to. We have to ask questions. I get very concerned when someone comes to me in their 30s or 40s and 50s and you say, well, why are you doing A, B, and C? And they're like, well, that's because that's what we've always done. That's what's been expected. 
So they're living out someone else's expectation of life. They're not living out their own life. They haven't done the work to figure out the whys of the world around them. Why do I feel this way? Why is this thing true for me? Is this thing even true for me? And I think there are actually communities that use scare tactics to impede people from asking questions like why. But if you expect someone to be a healthy representative of your community, they've got to understand the nuance. They've got to understand what they're supporting. They've got to understand the the nuts and the bolts and the foundation stuff, and that comes from asking the tough questions. If we're the same person we were a decade ago, two decades ago, three decades ago, my goodness, I have people I sit with that have been the same for five or six decades. That is really concerning. That is not maturity. That's stagnancy. We should be asking questions. We should be exploring. And one of the great ironies is the more we know, the more humble we have to become because we realize how little we actually know. And we get to that posture of humility by asking questions. And I want to really encourage us, if you have young adults in your life, if you have children and teenagers and and people coming into adulthood that ask a lot of questions, celebrate that fact. That is not them being disrespectful usually. That is not them pushing up against boundaries, usually. That is not them being intentionally antagonistic, usually. That's how we get to know the world around us. That's how we get to understand who we are as it relates to the world around us. One of my missions is to intercept as many young adults as possible and encourage them to ask for help. Ask the questions. Do not assume you're supposed to know all the things. And it's not just young adults. I have to sit with people in their 30s and 40s and 50s and do the same thing. So one of my frameworks that I operate out of is this idea that we have these maps that we draw. And these maps are kind of what guide us through life. And as I came into young adulthood, I made the intentional choice to recognize the deficits in my learning and bring people in with me that could help fill in some of those gaps. So through academia, I've hired educators, right? So I I went and formally paid for college so that I could have people pour into my intellect. I've hired a nutritionist. I've hired personal trainers. I've hired therapists to help with things like trauma and healing, to help with basic life skills, to help with communication, to help with spiritual life wrestlings. I've had life coaches work with me. I've had people that I've hired for accountability. I've hired financial advisors. I've paid for recreational opportunities and recreational support. Most every bit of my life, I've pulled other people in and said, hey, I don't have all the answers, but what I do have are bunch of questions and can you help me? And so we go back to Monday's episode. We have to be less worried about what questions other people are asking. Are they good questions? Are they bad questions? And we have to normalize asking questions in our own lives. If we expect to be a better version of ourselves, we have to ask a lot of questions. And if you're worried about the questions that you're asking, if you're worried that someone might not have the answer or someone might think you're stupid, I encourage you to look at the specific gaps that you experience and hire someone in that area who is skilled and trained and can walk with you through the fact that you don't have all the answers yet. Because spoiler alert, you're not supposed to. But life is about learning. Life is not about a destination. It's about that journey. And along the way, I want to know that I poured into cultivation and I do that by asking a ton of questions. One of the coolest things about getting to be a therapist is we do what's called roles and goals at the onset of a therapeutic alliance. So I will say to a client, what is your goal here? Or maybe there's 50 goals. I know when I started therapy, well, you know, 
know, the list was long. That's what, that's all I'll have to say. The list was incredibly long. And then the second piece we say is what is my goal as a therapist? Do you want me to be a life coach? Do you want me to engage education with you? Do you want to be accountability? Do you want to work on skill building? Tell me what you want and I will be in that gap for you. So if you don't know where to start, my friends, reach out. Therapy is a great place to say, I have these deficits. They're causing me distress. What do I do from here? And don't worry about others. Ask the questions because it's good for you. Now, one of the coolest visuals that a mentor gave me a long time ago, he said there should be people in front of us that we're stretching towards. In the journey of life, there should be people walking next to us that we wrestle through things with them together. And there should be people behind us because we're reaching back and we're actively helping those who have less information than us. That's life. That's what it looks like to better navigate our world, to better contribute to our world. You reach forward for the person in front of you. You walk next to the person who's beside you and you reach back and help the person behind you. And a lot of that happens through asking questions, the humility to say, I don't know all of the things yet. I'll probably never know all of the things. Again, spoiler alert, you won't. But the more we know, the more we realize we don't know. And hopefully it gives us this voracious excitement for learning about the world around us. If you are thinking in the same way that you did 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 years ago, my friends, reconsider. Is that the best version of you? Probably not. You're probably locked in to a different time period than where we're at right now. Ask the questions, update your methods, update your thinking so that when we know better, we can do better. And again, the more we learn, the more we'll realize we don't know. And that's what I want to normalize for our young adults. I want them to understand that the beauty in asking questions is the humility to be a lifelong learner. And that's one of the coolest gifts we can give ourselves. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.